I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This episode of Film Sack is brought to you by Totally Awesome Films, a podcast by one of the longtime fans of Film Sack, John Chung. He's been a fan since 2010. That's Totally Awesome Films, available on Apple Podcasts, Android, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's said that the West was built on legends, tall tales that help us make sense of things too great or too terrifying to believe. This is the legend of the Ghost Rider. This is Film <laughs> Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack, episode 452 of Film Sack. Mining the very depths of film. Fi- Mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Mining the derps. I was like watching watching a kid bicycle down a hill and their front wheel starts to wobble and they just totally They're just going, ah. Oh, that's that is so scary when you're the kid on the bike, isn't it? Oh, totally. Terrifying. Anyway, uh, welcome to episode 452. I'm Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian Peter Fonda is fond of him, Dunaway. Oh, I didn't know this information. Mm. And it's so close to Valentine's Day. Yeah. Might get him something. Oh, hi. <laughs> Listen. Listen, as a fellow bounty hunter of souls and burning skull brother, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. Bonehead road trip. <laughs> High five. All right. So I've plugged the route into the GPS of the damned, and it says hell on earth is a mere 666 miles from here. Hmm. I thought we were already in Texas. Anywho, flame on. <laughs> oh, mustache fire. I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. Let's roll. Let's roll. All right. So I was thinking when we get there, we should stick to the shadows because you will face off with some demons. And as we all know, demons are notoriously night blind. That's not true. So we should flame off when we get there. But heads up, I can't flame on again because I flamed on for the last time for this boneheaded road trip. What's that? Why didn't I just ride with you and save my final flame on to help you fight the demons instead? Hmm. Well, that would have been smart. But we don't have the budget for smart around here. Nope. I don't want any jellies. Now get off your handlebars. No, that is not how legends are born. I should have just stayed home and tended my cemetery. All right. That's amazing. 
so much to unpack. It, there is. <laughs> if you didn't see it, you're going to wonder what the hell we're talking about. All right. Uh, also with us, Randy, the government would be happy to loan you six Blackhawk helicopters, Mr. Cage Jordan. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian, Hi. or as I like to call you, Abraxas, Beelzebub, and Beelzebubba. Okay. Right. Here's the deal, boys. Cemeteries. They need upkeep. You can't just sell people tiny little parcels of your land for exorbitant prices and then have no ongoing maintenance costs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course you can. This is America. You don't need to pay no caretaker. You can just count on some old spirit of vengeance who's down to his last swig of rocket fuel and can't transform except for one more time to come along and take care of the place for you. <laughs> He's a handsome feller too. Tall and skinny. He's got a 19-inch waistline and a beard that's looked exactly the same since your granddaddy hired him 63 years ago. He don't ask for payment. He never needs new tools. He's been using the same shovel as long as you can remember. Pure profit. True story. That shovel has seen better days. Oh, yeah. He, he kept leaning on it the whole time, so you thought, oh, that's an active shovel. And then when he threw it down, you're like, holy crap. Yeah. You guys are reminding me that this movie, because you both focused on that dude, it would have been, he would have been, this movie would have been served with having him in it way more than he was in. Way more, yes. Yeah, that would have been good. Also with this finally, Brian, Satan hates the lights, Ibit. Oh, he does. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, good afternoon, Mr. Beelzebub. I'm attorney Derek Smith from the Hell Legal Team. How are you doing? Great, great. I wanted to go over this contract you have with uh, Mr. Johnny Blaze. Yeah, we've been having a devil, <laughs> we've been having a you of a time putting this together and wanted to go over a, first, a few things with you. First, it's the wording on the deal. We'd like to replace the agreement of making your father uh, healthy with the phrase healthy as a horse. Yeah, we like that too. It doesn't imply that the horse is healthy in case there are other pre-existing conditions that we don't know about right? Yeah. You know, the, the U is in the details. Second, how committed are you to the flaming head uh, rebel without a cause thing? Okay, we'd, add to, we'd like to add that the whole transformation will be painful as hell. Oh, sorry, wrong choice of words. Painful as heck for the first time. And then after that, he'll be able to speak complete sentences and all that. Are you good with that? Good, good. I like it too. I guess that makes me the devil's advocate. Okay, sorry. Moving on. Finally, we want to extend his contract to a second one of these movies. Oh, you, you already thought of that. Oh, look at that. You've already written in super tiny print at the bottom of the contract. <laughs> well, you know what they say. Idle hands are your playthings. Mm. Oh, sorry. I, I guess I know you can replace me. There's literally billions of us lawyers down here. <laughs> okay. Give them hell, sir. <laughs> nice. Boy, you really, that was a constructed piece of work Yeah, there. you really went all in on hell. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I did. Yeah, you did. Well done. Did this uh, remind you, this movie remind you of being in hell? Is that kind of a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> did it feel like you were in hell watching this movie? A little bit. Right, I right. mean, look here. Bit. So okay, I just get this out now. Uh, Ghost Riders, the movie, the first one with uh, with your uh, your uh, your Nicolas Cage. He had a sequel. Uh, apparently, it's way worse than than this one is. It's is, called Spirit Spirit of Vengeance, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It doesn't need pee fire in it or something. There's a scene where he pees fire. <laughs> really? Yeah, I heard something about that. This is my first viewing. Uh, Anybody else see this for the first time? Or just I've watched, watched, watched this before. many. Okay, I've watched this many times. I I actually oh, wow. I actually like this movie. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna actually I don't know if this puts me on Johnson Way team or whatever Johnson Way, but uh, it's really bad. I don't want to make any bones about it. It's a bad movie, but mm -hmm. I had so much fun watching this thing. It was a blast to watch and partly because it's bad and partly because it's for film sack, but also there are moments where I'm like, 
that is so stupid. It's almost touching greatness, this little stupid yeah. moment. And I'm and also a huge fan of the source material. I love the comic that's books. Um, yeah. Huge fan. So I feel like any treatment is cool. I guess they did some uh, maybe you know this, but they did something on um, Agents of Shield. They did, they, but it wasn't the Johnny Blaze version. It was the Robbie Reyes version of Ghost Rider. There have been five or six different um, characters in Marvel Comics to take Riders. up the mantle of Ghost Rider. Right. And uh, Johnny Blaze was the first. Robbie Reyes, I think, might even be the most recent in the comics. Well, I hope I, I, I like this. I keep I keep hearing rumor that there's some sort of Disney Plus series being made, like a, a true adaptation of the comic would really thrill me. But this movie, at the very least, kind of gleefully did stupid shit, and it was fun. Like I had a fun time uh, it was fun. with all of it. It was all and right. as bad as the movie is on a on a writing level, mm-hmm. there's some really amazing bits of uh, special effects and and Absolutely. and visuals right i mean this the whole uh the the first crash you see with uh, johnny blaze jumping over mm-hmm. or jumping through the hoop oh no yeah it was johnny blaze where his he comes down his helmet shatters or the glass in his helmet oh, yeah. shatters yeah. all in slow-mo that was really really well done i couldn't yeah. tell and, if uh, that was like a stuntman or or a right CGI yeah deal. they just they they just painted over every frame to you know like for the face and and like it was definitely a stunt person just did it. Yeah, because it looked it looked legit, and oh, I was yeah. a little shocked by it. I saw it and went, "Oh, wow, that guy." Yeah, he probably got hurt. Well, I think I think also this movie set the bar for what someone uh, who has a burning skull should look like. Kind of like how Terminator Two was how liquid metal human should look, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. has defined it for years, including the Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Galact was it, he was also uh, one of Galactus's. Uh, Minions, wasn't he? Oh, was Surfer? he for a while? And uh, Ghost Rider oh, Surfer, was. Surfer well. was. Surfer was. Yeah, for Surfer sure. was. I didn't Ghost, know Ghost Rider was for for a while too, I believe. Oh, uh, was I he? Didn't know that. I knew about yeah. Nova, and I knew obviously Silver Surfer. I didn't know Ghost Rider was. That would make sense, well. though, doesn't it? That feels like a good combo if you're going to do a crossover. Mm-hmm. Feels Galactus like you and Ghost Rider, sure. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. But, I'd watch that. Yeah. I, it's. Uh, I I just want to before we go any farther. I just want to make sure that we've talked about the basic structure of the film. Like, what is this movie about, right? Mm-hmm. Have that, we even said what this movie is? Yeah, Ghost Rider. Yeah, we said it was Ghost Rider. Okay, okay, all right. But the basic, like, the, the two-sentence summary is uh, son of father-son motorcycle stunt team makes a deal with the devil to save his father's life. And, of course, that never works out, mm-hmm. right? That's always the, you never make mm-hmm. a deal with the devil. Right. And right. then 20 years later, he is... Uh, absolutely reject deject depressive stuntman mm-hmm. who uh reconnects with his childhood love falls in love while also uh the fruits of his contract with the devil come due and he plays out a video game he plays seriously he plays out a video game mm-hmm. he meets a mentor he has a little character development and then he goes through a series of boss fights leading to uh <laughs> You know, you know, leading through the the ever increasing mini bosses, right? Uh, that's it. Like, it's just it, it, you you could have you could have written this when you were thirteen. This scripture. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's super yeah. super basic. There's nothing. There's no question about that. But I but this this movie was a summer movie, and that's what I want for my summer movie. I want big budget, crazy Nick Cage doing crazy thing. I don't want to sit there and have to think too hard. I don't want to sit there well, and but, think. 
What does the fire represent? What is the water? I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> why do we give me? Give me the thirteen-year-old script. How come? How come when we hear the ghostwriter talk? It doesn't exactly. sound like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't have any lips. <laughs> I want that version. It's really that hard for version, me to it? enunciate my words. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. No, it's uh, it's it's real dumb. Like straight up, super dumb. But yeah, I had a lot of dumb fun watching it yeah. and um to the point that i would like i would actually say hey nick let's watch ghost rider like I, w- I would do this again and i don't usually do that with movies this bad mm-hmm. on the show but there's just some fun to be had and it's also got like you know it's nicholas cage at his most like vampy stupid yeah ridiculousness that thing we all love which, about him now which stop just a second He's always at that level. That's the thing about Nicolas Cage. Yeah. You, you like you I might want to stop and say, this is peak Nicolas Cage. You're like, oh, really? Is it 1987 or 2017? I think he's always peaking his weird. That's and that's that's the that's how, what I would say is that it's not like he's always at that constant level of cheese. It's that he goes up and down in these waves of cheese. Like for every for every like high point of a leaving Las Vegas, there's a face off or a um, whatever that one that we watched a few weeks ago with the Pierce blood. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, uh, that was a good movie. Uh, the the one is uh, now I have to know it because it's going to piss oh, me maybe, off. May, no, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. It's the one it where was he, a while back. A, oh, then I'm thinking of the one that we just saw recently where he's a an executive who's just making, yeah, yeah. making Marlowe's like, life hell like, or something like that. Was it right. like in October or something? Oh, that's yeah. the one from the 80s. That was the, yes. uh, yeah. he thinks he's a vampire. Vampire's Kiss. Right. right. The Vampire's Kiss or Kiss of the Vampire. Kiss of the Vampire. Vampire's, no, Vampire's Kiss. Kiss. Whatever it is. Yeah, Vampire's Kiss, whichever yeah. it is. But there's, but you know, he goes up and down and you can even look at his, his IMDB and it's like, Leaving Las Vegas, the Rock Con Air Face Off, City of Angels, Snake Eyes, Eight Millimeter, bringing out the yeah. Dead in Sixty Seconds, the Family Man. Oh, like, I love it. There's a curve to it. I want like a little curve chart that kind of yeah. outlines yeah. this. That's the thing. Like he's so cheesy when he's cheesy that even when he's kind of a straight man, like in Raising Arizona, mm-hmm. you it's it's on a different level. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, and that's that's just like I can't think of anybody else who has this like body of work that's even close. Yeah, like, it's, who, who, what, that's why he's got this sort of weird legendary status, man. That's why everyone thinks he's right. he's he's memeable, and then at the same time weirdly admirable, and then weirdly pitiable, and like that he's there's almost like nothing like that dude. Which right. maybe is why they're making that new movie where like what's it called the the unbearable weight of being a genius or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, and it's oh I haven't a, heard that. Is this about Nicolas Cage? It's him. In yeah, it. yeah. It's a. It's him playing himself. Gotcha. So uh, like a JCVD ba- kind of thing. Yeah, it's not like a real based on a true story, but it is supposed to be him playing himself. Right? Yeah. Let me see if I can find the name. It is called. I thought you were going to talk about the new national treasure they got coming out. Uh, There's a new national treasure coming out. Yeah. What you don't get the Nicolas Cage news alerts like me and Scott. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a Google alert for Nicolas Cage. <laughs> no. You know what? It's funny. It's not. You're on missing his, out. It's not on his IMDb, which is weird. I would have thought. But yeah, I saw. I know what you're talking about, Scott. Because I, I just saw it. Like. Uh, yeah, they've been showing images of it. Anyway, the the concept is that it's it's like being John Malkovich itchy, mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. itchy. I don't know why I said itchy twice, but sure. Uh, and it looks real weird. So I kind of, yeah. I you know, like they're, they're, who else is doing that? Like you only get that out of him. You get that out of Jean-Claude Van Damme. You get that out of, you know, like these these 
these kind of actors are just in this unique rarefied space where they're just freaking weird and, and there's right. also there's also a thing with Nicolas Cage where he can take a film down like this one might have been better if it had been someone else disagree who was was committed to <laughs> uh, uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying like the best thing in the film for me is when Nicolas mm. Cage is being Johnny Blaze as an adult mm. just being Johnny Blaze like uh, when he when he chases down Roxanne after the biggest jump of his life and he's just noodling around out on a motorcycle on on mm. a highway in Las Vegas doing mm. those little tricksy tricks yeah, yeah. Mm. like that's Nicolas Cage at, like at his best but it's Nicolas Cage and I'm just like I couldn't help thinking like what if this was Chris Pine you know what I'm saying like no. what if the, mm. like this there I I'll bet you there's there's a lot other examples of him just kind of he kind of wasn't the best choice for the role. I, I've thought about this. I've seen... thought about this for years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've thought about this for years. No, can anybody replace Nicolas Cage in Ghost Rider? This vehicle? No. All right. Here's no. What, here's here's what I would say. Uh, the film that they made. Yes, I agree with Dunaway. The potential of something like you know, think of it as like uh, Judge Dredd and then Dredd. Right. Dredd right. is mm -hmm. exponentially better than Judge, Judge Dredd. Do I want anyone but Sylvester Stallone in that first one? No, because that makes mm -hmm. that cheese just melt, right? It's great. So mm -hmm. there's nothing in development, obviously. Um, we talked a little bit about there might be a TV show coming to Disney Plus with Ghost Rider. But let's say they do bring him into the MCU proper, like into an actual right. uh, film where he's maybe not, not, maybe not the lead character, but there's like a Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness. He right. kind of makes an appearance, and it's, a, it's an actor... That we all know. Do you guys have somebody in mind that you think would be a good? Uh, pretty much anybody, because we haven't actually approached this with a any other any other tool than Nicholas Cage. So, <laughs> any I mean, other pretty much any anybody. Other blunt tool. Well, <laughs> you can, I mean, you can't have like Christopher Walken come in and be Johnny Blaze, but right. it could you though? Because you can, looks... because the, because the Ghost Rider in the book is is wide and varied you know sam elliott is a ghostwriter it's according to which version of the ghostwriter you've well, let's read, say it's so a think... johnny blaze version of okay but it's a johnny blaze so reckless yeah. young uh hot shot right. no pun intended uh right. motorcycle dude would have been chris evans who played uh johnny storm but he's aged <laughs> we, out we've kind of already had him yeah, yeah he's, he's aged out yeah i'll take, I, take I'll, us out of the picture if all of a sudden captain america starts playing ghostwriter <laughs> Yeah, you can only do that. You can only do that once, right? You can only make that shift from one Marvel character to another once. If you do a third one, you do three. Yeah, you do the three, you're in trouble. Was Ghost Rider, and he was also Spider Man Noir. Oh, that's right. Plus the Kickass guy. What was the Kickass character? Uncle Joe or something? Oh, right. That I guess that was Marvel imprint, right? I think so. I believe. I think it was them. It was a DC. I don't remember now. Anyway, I. I, I I I snuck Daniel Radcliffe in there, but actually, I'd like the younger Hemsworth. I'd like Liam Hemsworth to play. Oh, you Hemsworth. could do Liam. Yeah, mm, he's got the yeah, rebel without a totally. cause kind of motorcycle dude look to him. Yeah, mm -hmm, you could mm -hmm. totally do him. We've already had him in the MCU. He played. He was one of the people in uh, mm -hmm. Asgard, isn't he? Yeah, like, he's one of the yeah, in the play, yeah. right? During during the, the fake play, yeah. Play. <laughs> him and um, wasn't Matt Damon? Who, oh, Matt Damon. That's who it was. Matt Damon. Yeah, <laughs> that was so good. Oh my gosh, that was so good. All right, yeah, no, I, I'm sure there's other people. I would like somebody with some real Southern swagger to do it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That's really interesting because when I was thinking Daniel Radcliffe, I was thinking about the demonic possession aspect of it all, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that always leads my brain toward a more British take. I but guess so. I, I don't see, know about Daniel Radcliffe would distract the hell out of me. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I can't have Harry Potter on that bike. That would be weird. Right. I think it would have to be... 
don't know. I kind of like an unknown, to be honest. Somebody I don't. Yeah, don't that's think. what I'm thinking. Unknown would probably be our best, or somebody from TV who's almost there. I'd like to see sure. somebody. Okay, since you brought Definitely. up unknowns, who's been watching October Faction? Uh, not at all, but I saw it. It's, it's unknown my, to me. It's on my I Netflix. Don't, I, don't even, I hate to say it, I don't even know what that is. It's in my Netflix queue. It looks like a Monster Hunter kind of story. Yeah, it's a thing. series on Netflix that is part Supernatural, part Men in Black, and part Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. And uh, the thing about it is it's this Canadian production, and you will not recognize a single person in this show. They're all perfectly good actors. You just don't know them. They, they're, they're all new to you. And that's the kind of thing that just really gets my attention. I love like watching something and not having any connection to anything else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like I totally agree. I would love for a Ghostwriter series to have to be like that, to, yeah. to activate that stuff. And they could do a really good job with it. Like there's something great about this idea that his he has to, you know, he's own like in the movie they refer to it, but owning the curse and fighting evil despite the fact that you're supposed to be cursed for evil's sake. Like really sticking it to to the to the fondas <laughs> by uh, to the fondas <laughs> by doing you know doing some good work out there. There's something about that whole thing that I've always loved. I love the comic. I love. There's a run in the '80s. I forget who the artist and writer were, and that maybe I didn't love it as much as I should. But I loved that particular book. I still have it in a box somewhere. Mm. Um, it made this this made me want to go track those down again and like just read more Ghost Rider. I'm sure there's some mm-hmm. cool modern take I don't oh, know about. Yeah. That's the thing about Ghost Rider. I mean, I I have a hard time criticizing movies based on comic books now. Mm -hmm. I I haven't always had that problem. But, I mean, if you really go back and read some Ghost Rider, your source material, I know it can be rewritten a lot better. We've seen some really good uh, theatrical presentations of comic strip to to screen. But with Ghost Rider, I don't know. you've You've got to, like park your brain a little bit right it's kind of a silly premise it's not like you know uh uh asgardian god or right with lots of lore you know dude makes a deal with the devil and only his head is flaming or is his whole body flaming and we don't know because of the leather jacket you know Mm -hmm. right and you can't and you can't hear the rock and roll when you're reading the comic but you kind of can in your head you kind of know it's kind of rock and roll right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure yeah he's a he's the he's a product of this of the seventies, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the, yeah. that's the whole birthing spot of a, of a character like that. And for whatever reason, that over the top sort of pulpy, fa- uh, you know, aspect to it really sings to me. I think this movie could have leaned way more into that f- aspect of it. And when it did, it was, it was really fun. Um, right. when, when it just yeah. kind of relied like on designed a character that they knew would be, uh, airbrushed onto the side of a bunch of vans. Right. 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 Oh my God. The pr- sole purpose of airbrushing <laughs> this guy onto a van. Yeah. And like custom, right. custom vans with full of carpet yeah. and stuff. Right. right. <laughs> right. Exactly. What if we had a guy with a skull that was on fire? What... Yeah. It's right. bad. It's, so bad. Metal. it's just a badass metal idea. And right. I'm, for I'm here few, for it. For the last few weeks, ever since Martin Scorsese complained about comic book movies, um, I, I have been trying to figure out what's the what's the crux of the complaint. And I've decided that my answer to that question is a single trope. And that single trope is called Magic A is Magic A. Have any of you ever heard this? Never heard it. No. no. Okay. All right. So Magic A is Magic A. The trope means that in your story, you define something outside of reality, something supernatural, and you have to play by the definition of that oh. thing. 
So you never call it that, but yeah, playing by the rules. It's in it's in every every comic story. In Iron Man, there there is an absolute trope around the Iron Man suits. They only function when they have enough power, and that's just a thing that you just accept and you go on. Mm-hmm. You know, and in this movie, there's like. Uh, you have to be in the presence of evil at night. Is is one of them, right? Yeah, was that? I don't right. think that night thing holds in the comics. I think that they they yeah, added I don't that. Think it yeah, does that's, either. That's a that's a movie fabrication. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that because these aren't vampires. These aren't werewolves. Right. Like, what are you doing? He's Hell a demon during the day too, people. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right in the day of light. And I understand how it but, created opportunity later for some devices like, hey, the guns in the sunlight. So now it's a cool hell gun, and I can shoot him with it. Mm-hmm. And, Oh, I understand I think, all that, but I, I think, don't know. I, I think the magic A is magic A trope is ultimately what Scorsese hates because it's it just it's pervasive in all these kinds of stories. In in order to make a comic book, apparently about anything supernatural, you have to go making up supernatural like these definitions of how the supernature works. Mm-hmm. And this one, this film has that, and it and it's Instinct. a little bit it's a little bit of a, a, a like a. Uh, uh, earworm like it gets in your brain and you're just like okay but that has that, that didn't they just tell me that okay all right i guess that's how that works mm-hmm. and you're like like the whole time and it takes you away from the from the film and that's the uh, it feels like a comic book effect mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, I i i see where you're coming from i mean i i just feel like they the movie would have benefited from them just leaning into all these dumb ideas in a much more um I don't know, much more just like all in kind of way because they would do that in parts and then they would back up and go, yes, but what about the relationship with Ava Mendez? What about that? I, yeah. I like that the Ava Mendez, uh, I have a huge uh, crush on love her. Story. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And where did she go? I love her so much. We just seen her just recently in a training day. We saw maybe too much of her in training day. Yeah, She's naked. And, uh, but yeah, if you, if you look, for her most recent credits on IMDb is like she's got like a Pantene commercial and I'm like what? Yeah, she's she not be been... doing more than this. I, I they, agree, she's great. I loved her in Hitch. And whoever did the casting on this to pick the younger Roxanne character oh, so did an amazing job of finding someone who looks yeah. like the. I thought been. it was her. I did. Yeah. Like for a long I time, I was like, man, did they just yeah, like special effects, or else maybe she was just. Like, so good at playing younger that she was just faking us all out. And then to find out it's not even right. the same chick, I'm like, whoa, wait a mm-hmm. minute, what? Yeah. That was nuts. Nailed it. Also, the Matt Long guy, Hugh Wish, Nicholas Cage. That's the guy who played him when he was young. Hugh <laughs> Wish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah I wasn't Long. buying that. But I think everybody had like their alternate younger self, right? Even Sam Elliott had like a young, young writer. Oh, did Oh, right. Right. Well. The, the little, uh, oh, because right. he's uh, the one who, who, I guess you're immortal then. Is that the deal? If you're the, well, you're as mortal to a point that your contract is valid, and I guess at that point you start to age or something. Because this was his last flame on, and right now he was no longer a uh, you know a, a bounty hunter or a writer. So I don't know. They didn't really say what happened, but we all assume he went off and decayed quickly, and all that was left was like a mustache <laughs> and a shovel, <laughs> right? And a shovel. Yeah. But, uh, so right. yeah. I just I just did a little bit of a look up on uh, Eva Mendez and uh, it looks like so she had uh, she had two kids with Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. and then they really broke up. Are they the most and attractive children in the history of the planet? Did they just one, no one could imagine. Jeez. Uh, but uh, they broke up like while making uh, the movie Lost River, which mm. he directed, mm-hmm. and so she just was kind of like, uh, I have enough money. I, I have two kids Time to, to raise, break. 
and she had started like a clothing company mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so she semi-retired to focus on that clothing line oh okay hmm. well, I, 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 I would buy her uh what can i buy Tell me what I can buy from her. Can I get a... It's, uh... it's called New York. <laughs> scarf? Can we get a scarf? An Ava Mendez scarf? Yeah. I'll take whatever you got. Um, whatever you got, I'll oh, take. It's all women's clothing. Sorry, Scott. Okay. Ah, or, shoot. Or you, can, you can wear that. Good news, Scott. Yeah, it's all women's say, clothing. Yeah, good news, everybody. <laughs> <clears throat> good news. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Anyway, right. uh, uh, well, I looked seven up... Seven days ago on People, she says, uh, she's grateful every day that I'm aging after being told she's getting old. That wasn't nice. Who told her that? Yeah, why would you say that? Her kid said that. I ignore that. Sounds like something we'd say here on Film Sack. (laughs) She's just concentrated beauty. She's just a beautiful person, and she's very. She she also is plays such a great strong character. Like I really like her. I wish she was more active in the movies, but I get it too. I'd rather her do what she wants to do. She she felt uh, in place and out of place in this movie. It was weird. Uh, There were. There were lots of times where I was like, oh, she's the only real substance in the film. And then other times where I'm like, what are you doing slumming in this thing? <laughs> you know, like it just she she was she was fine. She wasn't given enough to do like there wasn't enough about her. She's like stock journalist. Right. Yeah. Her character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the that's a shame because like the film could have if the film was a series, it could have done a lot more to build up that character. Yeah, well, other than the sequel series it became, which apparently, again, that sequel supposed to be just the most sloppy turd ever made, like just sloppy dirt. real That's bad. That's so gross. I've never seen it, uh, obviously, because I've never right. seen the first one, and now I have. Now I kind of want to see the second one. I kind of want to do it here. I like the sequel even more. Oh my gosh! Now we have to see it because, yeah, word on the street is it is a turd. And why didn't we watch that first? We, that's our deal, right? We watched the second one before. I don't the first think this one. was streaming, right? It wasn't streaming. Oh, I actually own yeah. its own voodoo, but I don't think it is streaming. Yeah, I don't think it's streaming. Yeah. Anymore. I have it in three D. Uh, how Duh. do we? How do we feel about Don, Donald Loke or Locke? Donald Loke. We like Loke. Donald Loke. I do too. I think yeah. he's great. Oh, yeah. I think he adds something to this, like Mac. the kind of bumbling but he, dude. But he will always be the sidekick. Like he, yeah. you know, uh, except in that show. What show? Uh, the yeah, comedy. What, that yeah, he was in. what was that oh, show? Was he saying Gotham? Grounded, he was the sidekick. Grounded, <laughs> grounded for life. Oh yeah, grounded for life. He was the main dude. He was the yeah, dad yeah. in that show. I just, I like grounded for he life. He could be a comedic funny. lead. How about that? Yeah, yeah, there he could totally do that. Comedic lead. This yeah. dude but, has but, worked, man. Every day of his life since 1990, mm-hmm. and he is still just at it. So good job. And Donald so, uh, so he was, such he was unsatisfactory. One of the best yeah, such unsatisfactory death, though. I hated that. Mm. Hated he just you know just he was standing there next thing you know he's getting sucked. Yeah, dude. So pushing, the pushing the Donal Logue uh, experience is this little movie called The Tower of Steve. How'd you say and his name? Donald Donal Donald Donald Logue. Is right? it Donald Logue? Yeah. Is that what you Donald Logue. Okay, all right. I thought it was Logie. Donald or Donald. Uh, There's no cares? D in there. Listen, listen. Don- <laughs> Donald does. Donald cares very much whether there's a D in there or not. But is it pronounced Donald or Donald? I. I don't know. Okay. All right. Listen. Well, usually you know. Hey, these when, when you invest in a name pronunciation, you're going to miss a cute Oh, point. you know so what? Ahead. I found it. Let me find Let me play it. All right. Ooh, All right. Good. All right. Here we go. Hold on. Wait, that's the wrong one. Here we go. Okay. It's a YouTube thing. Okay. Donald Logue. Donald Logue. Hold on. Donald Logue. Okay. So just like I was saying it, anyway, there's this movie. Sorry, guys. Keep doing it. <laughs> she keeps. She it. says it with different emphases. Uh, emphases. Here, 
I think Randy ought to start Donald his own Lowe. YouTube channel where he pronounces names. So that way, that way, it'll become Donald fact. Lowe. Because anytime, oh, you... see that one says it the way I'd say it. This guy said it. Hold on, Donald Logue. See, that's how I'd say it. Mm, that's that sounds American. That's the American Donald Logue and Donald Logue. Donald Logue. Right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. What about him? He's almost sixty. But what were you saying? There's something you were saying. Randy. He's almost sixty. Well, he's sixty. No. He was born in sixty-six, so he's fifty-four. Four. Fifty-four. Okay. Yeah, he's like he's like hold up, Scott Johnson. I'm I'm on the good yeah, side of fifty. Have, don't don't be saying I'm almost. Six, don't be rounding me up. Yeah, I am rounding him up. I didn't mean to do that. But anyway, sorry. So yeah, he was in Blade too. He was great in Blade. Oh yeah, right. First Blade. Yeah. Played Quinn. Great, great, great character actor who who knows his lane. He does what he, he's good at only. Mm-hmm. And and like I say, he was given the opportunity to make this whole film and the film is called the tower of steve you should find it it is a lovely little movie it's about 20 years old now and it's just him as a character that's really interesting and it's not that long it's very cute Mm. uh i i always think of him there but you're absolutely right other than that he's a sidekick he's the perfect Mm -hmm. sidekick Mm -hmm. because he has the uh, he has that flabbergasted uh, response to everything right. that every, can, anybody ever he says. He can be the audience connection to say, what are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean you're a flaming mm-hmm. skull at night who mm-hmm. preys on the vengeance right. of <laughs> the He's reading and... all kinds of crazy crap. Get over here. He, he's always a concerned friend, too, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, he's yes, like get over right. here. Look at this. Look at this crap. Yeah. What do you mean we've got somebody running around Gotham asking, uh, making up riddles and killing people? Yeah, and he has a funny, he has a really funny timing to him, and he's just He's yeah. great. That guy's great. Yeah. And also, I wonder if you went to a ginger convention, is he like the keynote speaker at all the ginger conventions? Right, right. <laughs> How many times has he been on Film Sack? He was definitely in Reindeer Games. What else was he uh, in? He was uh, in. Is this um, our second time? Blade. Well, we didn't do Blade One, did we? Do Blade Two? Um, uh, Blade Two, I believe. Right. Let's see, we did. Uh, that might be it. He was. He was. Uh, it was a TV movie called Wiener Park. He played Cooter Kincaid. <laughs> Cooter Kincaid. <laughs> I want to like see Wiener Park. Park. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Hey, put sign me up. Wiener Park. We're in. It sounds like right. a, a horrible 80s uh, raunchy really, comedy, doesn't it? There's really no, like, you can't say anything. I really want to see Wiener Park. Like, there's really no way you say can it. say anything about Wiener Park that isn't potential edited out for taking out of context. Yeah. I'm all in on Wiener Park. Let's do no, it. He was, in, he was in one of the adaptations of Little Women. Oh, <laughs> oh. fantastic. Uh, who wasn't really at this point? Oh, we <laughs> saw him in Sneakers. Oh right! Okay. Was, he, was he in sneakers? Yeah, yeah. He, he was, was in sneakers. sneakers. Doctor Gunter Janek. Yep. Which is almost ah. as weird a name as Donal Logue. Yep. Donal right. Logue. Yep. Ah, oh, sneakers. I'll be, so I'll be, I'll be following your YouTube channel, Randy, waiting for you to. Uh, I love the idea the that when he was born, his his nice Canadian parents went to fill out a birth certificate and just left out a letter, and then they're just like, "Oh, right. let's just go with it. Let's just go with it." Where I don't do, know. Maybe he's of Irish. Uh, ancestry. I don't know if that's a common name in in Ireland. Donald. Oh, Donald. Oh. What you what are you doing, Donald? Donald, be, what you right? doing out in the backyard? Donald, come in the house. Put your pull your pants up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Go guard uh, that pot of gold, yeah, Donald. What are you doing? These lucky charms aren't going to eat themselves. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so speaking of character actors, <laughs> this uh, Ghost Rider movie is the first uh, film appearance of Rebel Wilson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I was like, Rebel Wilson is Amy from yeah. uh, The Pitch Perfect. I put a uh, I put a GIF up online and said, 
uh, I said current mood or something, and then I put that picture of her making those hand symbols, and somebody, oh, yeah. Yeah. like two or three people that so said, good. that looks like a goth Rebel Wilson. I'm like, well, you're totally halfway 100% correct. I don't know how goth she is, but that is literally her first role, and and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's odd. Uh, and she's good in it. Like, she's actually yeah convincing. That's a funny moment, and it works well, and I love the, I don't know what trope this is called. Randy may have it on hand or something, but it's it's like... Uh, the man on the street the man on the street but they're always like this they're always punky and Mm -hmm. a little out of it and are so struck by a camera looking at them they don't quite know what to do you see this in every movie ever i swear so on tv tropes that's called the confused bystander interview (laughs) (laughs) of course it is (laughs) and that's just wow that was Exactly what you'd think it'd be. Confused bystander interview has some great examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, like in the Spider-Man films, there's one of them where Lucy Lawless is hmm. doing a cameo as the confused bystander. God, why do I feel like Stan Lee did one of those? Oh, he did. He did Doesn't several he always do that? times. Yeah, several times. Well, where, the confused bystander, that's how though, he... where his man on the street interview. What was, what was the movie where he did that? I don't remember which one. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what that is, Scott, and it's great. I love that. It's a good. It works too. It's like a functional. It's a trope that actually really works for what it is meant to do. And I don't feel well, like I'm being manipulated. And we've seen it in reality, right? Like the hide your kids, hide your wife guy. Yeah, that was really actually, you know, trying to do an interview on tv right yeah, like it's almost not a it's almost experience. not a trope by the way this is funny we were talking about this because somebody last week was railing on movie tropes and tv tropes as as mm. institutions and websites because they don't like how storytelling is being boiled down to these little component pieces and then looked at in this way as if they're just these lego pieces that anybody could just throw together and make a story out of and that, and, and the thing that they're complaining about might actually be true. I don't know, but it was interesting to hear like this freak out about that sort of thing. Is someone's fries done or something? I keep hearing. <laughs> no, that was actually my that was my phone, but it wasn't the phone I thought it was, and I thought I turned it off, and then I realized. Oh, it was your burner phone. Burner phone. I totally hear Johnny Blaze uh, revving no, up. His turn motorcycle. Oh, you can hear so. Yeah, so that's that's the reason why I have my burner phone next to me because outside they're doing they're doing some. Con- uh, they're taking some trees down, so I was trying to keep that quiet. Oh, trees plural, <laughs> like multiple trees are going down. N- well, no, just one tree. Oh, it's okay. actually Dunaway it's Grove actually kind of is like getting trees. cut. It's getting uh, trimmed down. <laughs> Dunaway right. Grove is being removed out, and they're putting in a parking lot. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, so uh, here's some trivia. This is fun stuff. Nicholas Cage had to have his Ghostwriter tattoo covered up to make uh, to uh, with makeup to play Johnny Blaze. He has a oh, Ghostwriter tattoo. Ghost- That's wild. He's he is. You know, Joe, I love comics, man. I mean, he took his yeah. name Cage because of Luke Cage. Yep. He's Nicholas Coppola. He's uh, he's wanted to play Superman forever and almost got the chance and and then finally did get the chance in the Teen Titans uh, movie. Oh, go to the movies. Right. Teen Titans go to the right, movies. Right, right. Got, got to, to do, do it. the voice. Yep. But he's he has been like, he wants to be a Marvel superhero so bad, even more than Sean Young wanted to be Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, which is saying a lot. Don't you know? Don't you know when he had finished making this film, and then found out that he had no chance to be the lead in Iron Man, he was just crushed. Oh. Like when when he, uh, I'm sure there was a moment in Nicolas Cage's life when he's like, "Oh, Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man." 
Oh. Do you think he was considered? Like, do you think that? Oh, we we'd love to get Nicolas Cage to play Iron Man, but but he just did Ghost Rider, and that'd be too confusing. I'm for sure audiences? he pined. I'm sure he, he pined for it, and they just were like, yeah, never I don't know if he was. It. Yeah, I mean, uh, what what a better casting! Like, just <laughs> why why if you could get Downey Jr. right, why would you do that? Oh, yeah. right, yeah, exactly. yeah. They they would have been a mistake. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I don't think then, we'd have the MCU. If there's a if there's an alternate stuff. timeline where this happened, I wonder yeah. what the MCU even did. Like, yeah, I hate Nicolas to say Cage, it, but that would have really affected things. It would have been weird. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage has a long history of of getting drunk, and he's an angry drunk, and yeah. he gets DWI, and he goes on a rampage in New Orleans, and so on. Right. And uh, I could just I just imagine that you know he he was just like wishing his whole life to play Iron Man, and then. It just passes him by, and it, and then he's like drunk for six months. Well, you'd think being drunk would help you because uh, Tony Stark was a right. notorious drunk, but yeah, uh, yeah. you know what? It was just funny drinking a glass full of jellies, though. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, the Robert Downey Jr. on the other side of his horrible cocaine addiction uh, is was a better choice, weirdly. So yeah, I, I, yeah, because I don't, I've never seen, I've seen Nicolas Cage. Yes, I've seen Nicolas Cage with a mustache, and his his default mustache would not have worked. Oh no, yeah. You'd have no. to do some work, kind of like they did on his hair in this thing. That hair was not. In fact, the trivia says that the hairpiece required three hours of work to apply every day of shooting. So that's because it was always not... trying to get away. It was always <laughs> trying to leave. Yeah, <laughs> but that little that patch of black hair he doesn't actually yeah, that, own. That was the screaming you were yeah. hearing. Yeah, you thought it was uh, the other, but it was that. Uh, did you guys also? <laughs> oh, I don't by know. the way. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was gonna. What I was gonna say. No, no. After you. What I was gonna say was, uh, it always fascinates me. To see the see like people like Nicolas Cage uh, and when they take their shirt off and you're like, well, I didn't expect that unexpected oh, right. surprise. Yeah. Is there another unexpected surprise? Yeah, I just had uh, one this you're... week, this very week. Right. I watched in the, in the exact same vein. I watched uh, Gerald's game and right. uh, the guy who plays Gerald, his name just left me, uh, Captain Pike in the Star Trek movies. Um, uh, uh, ah! his, yeah, I just uh, talked about him last night. Anyway, yeah, Bruce Greenwood. Bruce, Bruce Greenwood. Greenwood. Bruce, oh, Bruce, Bruce Greenwood, Greenwood is like in that dude is in his sixties. He takes his freaking clothes off, except for his undie panties, and man, <laughs> he is ripped. That guy. He is in right? such good shape. It's amazing yeah. to look at. And, I didn't uh, see that coming. That was a little right? bit like this. In fact, you know, I mean, Nicholas Cage today, I would argue, probably would have a little harder time pulling it off. But okay. ten years ago, or 12, 13 years ago, I guess you could do it. Hank, Hank Azaria always surprises me because when you mm. see his face and he talks and like, oh, look at Hank Azaria, such a nerd dweeb. And he takes yeah. a shot and like, that dude's ripped. Yeah. That dude is ripped. Yeah, he does that. That uh, Camille, not, I mean, he's younger, but that that was shocking, right? A bit when we first saw right. that picture of that yes. comedian dude, you're like, what the Camille frick? Camille Nanjani, yes. When he's, uh, we're going to see him oh, yeah. in uh, The Eternals. Right. And do you think, mm, yeah. do you think like everybody else, when they get all buffed up, like Christian Bale or whatever, then they... The next time you see him for a promo interview, they're just a little puffy because they just said, you know what? Oh, I'm done. I'm going to go. <laughs> exactly. That yeah. rolls over. Give me a ding dong. <laughs> yeah, give me a yeah. ding dong stat. Oh, I'm good like Chris- for you, he says. Bring me a ding right. dong. Uh, Kimmel, when he had Camille Nanjani on a couple mm. weeks ago, they talked a lot about the that photo, even pulled up the photo and showed it. And then you know they said, well, yeah, pr- principal photography or principal shooting of the Eternals is is just about done. And then Kimmel lowered down like a chandelier that had nothing but flan yeah. and cheesecake and, and you know, a, <laughs> a, 
That's awesome. Tiramisu and uh, right. creme brulee, like all, all like right around his head. They had it perfectly lined up. That's amazing. I and, love that. And there's some there's some photographic like trigger tri- trickery going on with Camille Nanjani. Like you see those pictures and like. Yeah, I, I guarantee you that you you also look a little more muscular if you've got several different spotlights ca- sure. casting shadows sure. downward. Yeah, plus he's all oiled up all or whatever. Oiled up. Yeah, listen, like someone. I, they rub all over his skin. Is is it like <laughs> Vaseline or something? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Whatever, whatever uh, trickery they use, I'd like some of that trickery with me because yeah, I think right. that that's still ninety five percent muscle right. and five percent. Yeah, yeah. You have to trick on the lighting. Exactly. You got to get at least ninety five percent before they can get you the other five percent. Yeah, right? they even they I even agree. did it with they even did it with Nicolas Cage in this where he's just yeah. all oiled oh, yeah. up and sweaty or whatever. Oh, and yeah, I'm sure some of us you know probably airbrushed a little bit and you know he probably dehydrated so that his muscles will pop out some i'm sure there's some trickery there you got him you know he's supposed to be a superhero so you you gotta you gotta go that next level i'll tell you who has really impressed me though with their change in health style and almost worries me a little bit ethan supley from uh my name is earl remember this guy yeah 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 Yeah, he's uh, he's ripped now what happened really yeah Yeah. did he go all anthony michael hall on us yeah, he's uh, massive, man. It's great. See him. I, I and it's not it. even it's not even like a thinness. No, it's just oh, wow. he's, he's trying jacked. he's trying to retain muscle as he as he loses the weight. Yeah. So he's doing it's pretty interesting. He's got YouTube videos of, of how he's working out and everything, and it's uh it's good stuff. <laughs> Boy, there are some unflattering like the trick oh, yeah. is to find the most unflattering picture of Ethan Supley and then put the put the buff Ethan Supley next to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you're a Google image search, it's like, all right, can we find one where like there's uh, bacon grease dripping out of his cheeks and uh, right, yeah, right. I mean, my transparent wife beater and uh, bad hair. This one I'm putting in Discord is probably a, a better example because it's like here he is just at a premiere or something. Yeah, and then they, look at him now. <laughs> like, what did he do, man? <laughs> Holy crap! So it's far better than this one right here that I'm going to put in. Uh, this is uh, audio. Good audio so, theater here. You know, for, yeah. for people yeah. who are listening along, we're we're talking about. <laughs> you know, Sorry, we're Sorry. talking about the fat guy from Butterfly Effect, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, from Film yeah. Sack. Uh, yeah, from some yeah. from a Film Sack perspective, and, that's the guy. And there's a couple of things about him, right? Like he's he was very large previously. He was balding. And he's he in in addition to doing you know like living in a gym for years now, he also ha- you know like he's wearing a hat in new pictures. Mm-hmm. He's grown his beard out so that it's long and makes his face look a lot leaner, like uh-huh. just by virtue of a, having a big beard. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's he's doing all of these things. Like it's a real inspiration to mm-hmm. like to, mm-hmm. to me. I I'm like man, if I just if I just took the time and spent ten thousand hours in a gym. It makes him look right. mad, but he's actually, for all accounts are, this is like the nicest guy. My guess is this this is what happens yeah, yeah. to him. The guys like him and the dude from Super Super Fox. No, Super... Silicon Valley? No, who's the... Super Bad. Super Bad, thank oh, you. Super bad. Oh, oh Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Jonah Hill, when he... Oh, like the, the, yeah. the talk is on all these guys. What happens is they go into a doctor and they give him a blood test and they go, uh, you're like diabetic, like now. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, what are you right. going to do? And they're like, yeah. oh, shit. And then they do this. And it's it's great to see. Like that's a really hard thing to yeah. do. And you know, I don't. People who are driven like that. I, that's what happened to me. I didn't. I didn't go the buff route, but I was well well overweight. And I went into the doctor, and he said your triglycerides are like off the charts. And he's like, you got to do something. And I was like, oh crap. So I was like, okay. 
Yeah. You got to you got to lose the weight. Yeah, and get in there and get yeah. it done, man. And uh, this this uh, that'll that'll motivate you. But it's just I don't know. It's cool when people uh, like him can do this and then not have it not scare them about their about their career. I mean, I don't know what work he's doing now in his career, but you know, he was known as the big fat schlubby guy. And yeah, that's what right. you would roll and put him in. So like, you know, Jonah Hill can maybe get away with it because he's been nominated for Oscars and things and he can sort of, I don't know, he can navigate that. But guys like this, do they, you know, I remember when uh, Newman uh, from Seinfeld lost a ton oh, of weight. Oh, yeah, right. And then no, right. it felt like nobody would hire him for anything because you need right. fat Newman guy. So I don't know. It's a, it's a, that's a fun, that's a weird uh, sub part of Hollywood that, Right, it's fascinating. Like, we don't By want you way, if you're. We don't want you unless you're fat and and you can be the goofy sidekick that yeah. you know right. makes people laugh because you fall over. Right, and By don't the way, forget the, all these people under a lot of public pressure, not only just in the industry from you know people like even even Mendez. She had like a, the recent encounter about getting old on mm-hmm. the Instagram. So I mean, it's it's rough out there. I I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could handle the public eye like these people do, or some of them do. Yeah, I got bad news for people that criticize people for their age. Um, yeah, they're literally it's aging happening. at the same time. It's happening yeah. to all of us. Yeah. Yep. Everyone. You will, you will be there before you know it. You could be a little pink baby pooped out fresh an hour ago. You're aging now. Right. Right now. Uh, you're aging. <laughs> the 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 raising of Jonah Hill reminds me that it's been uh, two weeks since our last episode of Film Sack, and since then, uh, Kobe Bryant died. And um, out here in Los Angeles, that that was like a major world event uh, for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like for celebrities and so on. Everyone sure. uh, was suddenly flooding onto the talk shows to uh, recall, you know, Kobe Bryant. And uh, Jonah Hill was one of like the most prominent because he uh, also lost his brother. He and his brother met Kobe Bryant before his brother died. He has this whole story. And uh, it just got me thinking, like, like Kobe Bryant, Oscar winner. Seriously, he won an Oscar two mm-hmm. years ago. Like, that's a that's a, just a letter to basketball or something, right? Mm-hmm. Dear basketball, yeah, it was dear a basketball documentary yeah. thing. And uh, and you should watch it. By the way, it's, animated uh, short. Oh, it was animated. Yep. I didn't know that. That's yep. cool. Oh yeah, I I, I yep. actually I think I remember hearing about it at the time. I went, oh, I should watch that, and this never did. I want to. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to see it. Um, yeah, it's uh, that was a big deal when he died. That was bad. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. That. Affected us here on the yeah, it did. Yeah, but we're uh, yeah, I'm really bummed. As I mean, the daughter end of it really got me. Not not that mm-hmm. you know he's mm-hmm. too young too. There's no question about that. But there's something about it when a kid's only got six or thirteen years on this planet and something like yeah. that happens. It's not not cool. Not cool. Not cool, yo. Uh, all right, yeah. check this out. John Voight was attached to be in this movie, but he dropped out. What was he? What was he doing? Probably what, Satan. It's probably Satan. Anaconda was when was and I guess this is way later than Anaconda. Yeah, this was he was probably Satan if I was to guess. Um, <laughs> probably so. Oh, oh, That's as far as right. who he was going to play? Yeah, oh, who he was going to sure. play? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, I think John Voight might be. Oh, Satan. he could have played the. He might have been you know, too old to play the dad. I guess. Oh yeah, he couldn't. This, this didn't is, look like a guy who could drive a motorcycle without falling over. Yeah, he's too old mm. for that. <laughs> I not. I like the Easy Rider reference though that. That it seems yeah. obvious now because you got um you know Peter Fonda in there and this is all about big long motorcycles with huge handlebars and that's what, easy. One of my reference. notes is that Nicolas Cage looks very very comfortable on a motorcycle yeah. 
and Eva Mendez looks really uncomfortable with a cigarette. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has no business ever trying to smoke a cigarette. Or drink that much wine at that dinner table. She just looked like it was too much. Just really. I love how they down. I, I do love how they shot uh Nicholas Cage on when they were going down the highway and he was outside her window. And yeah. uh, you know he's just like on some kind of platform out there, yeah. doing all these <laughs> yeah. climb ups and everything. Yeah. It's just shot at such a funny level. Mm-hmm. He, that's what that's what I was saying. Like he's he looks so comfortable on a motorcycle, yeah. and he's a he's an actor. He was born into an acting family. Like he has he has no business having a, a deep experience with vehicles, right? Like it just it's funny to imagine that he probably practiced a lot. He probably rode a motorcycle around because he wanted to be Ghost Rider someday. Mm-hmm. I think he was I mean, anybody if, an evil can evil on here. Did you guys, were like, you guys like big into the uh, evil? Can yeah, evil I was, a, I was a little boy once. Back in the day. What a, I was, what a, a, I mean, I was aware thing. of it. I never, it wasn't like, right. uh, I didn't get the pull zip line. I did. Did you have <laughs> the evil <laughs> people jumps oh, over yeah. snake river Canyon playset? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Are you, so uh, mine, you, if you guys, I did have the Spider-Man version of that. If you guys get a, if you guys get a chance, you should watch the Johnny Knoxville, uh, Jeff, what's his name, produced documentary called Being Evil. It's a, it's a great documentary about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. evil can evil. Totally worth tracking track. So down mine, mine was a guy on a motorcycle and this big red, uh, cranky toy and, it had a switch, mm-hmm. and so you would crank it really, really, really fast and get it going, and then flip mm-hmm. the switch, and he would shoot off of it and ride right across the room. Mm-hmm. And so then you, it came with like things you could use, but I used all sorts of other toys to build ramps and do jumps with that toy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. I would love to get my hands on that again. That it was just like such a simple little thing that I spent a hundred hours playing with. Big oh, time yeah. boy toy too, or toy for boys, <laughs> I should say. Boy toy. <laughs> That's Look at your boy toy. Quite the boy toy. Not quite what I meant to say, but yes. Uh, but yeah, like the uh, I remember those, and you had the ones I. Yeah. I think the one I maybe was more familiar with was just the zip pull one. Like those were kind of mm-hmm. lame, where you yeah. just zzzz, then you put them down. God, it's so funny. You don't see those at all anymore, and it seemed like the the easiest way to get a really big amount of speed to have a a car zip across the room. Mm-hmm. The zip ties. And they don't do them right. anymore. No, Randy, is this the one I'm posting in in the Discord? There, is that the one you had? Oh yep. yeah, that's, that's it. it. Right, you'd like turn that crank until it like, yep, and then you'd hit the button and, and so, you'd like launch off of that's there. Great. I had an absolute ton of uh, Hot Wheels track. You know, this bright orange, very narrow track. Yeah. And so, I, well, my goal was to take every other toy I had and build a a, a ramp under the track. And then actually get Evil Knievel to ride up the thing without mm-hmm. going off the side. It was mm-hmm. very, very difficult. Uh, nowadays, I would have filmed myself doing this with my phone. And you would have seen me fail a thousand times and then finally <laughs> get it and be like, you know, success video. And I would have been dancing around. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and then it, you would have taken a bottle and flipped it over. It would have been awesome. Yeah, you've done all that. <laughs> sure. You know, it's funny is that's it's funny you bring that up. I mean, you would have done that today, but you would have only shown you wouldn't have shown all the fails. You would only have shown the yeah, good you one. Only yeah, shown the success. Exactly. And then, then all of your friends would have been in the room and they would have went, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. That stuff's so played out. Everyone does it now. I don't like it. Um, all right. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, uh, I was going to say this. Uh, uh, where is it? Oh, 
Oh, no, Brian already told us. There are th- three Marvel movies that he's been in. Kick-Ass, where he was Big Daddy, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, okay, War, and go. then Spider-Verse. Yeah, or in Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, and then this. Uh, okay, oh, here it is. According to an interview he gave in, New York, in the New York Times in 2010, a couple years later, uh, this movie was made during the middle of Wes Bentley. He played the, um, the, the Satan's son, evil guy, uh, We Are Legion guy, that guy. Uh, Wes Bentley's decade-long, extremely serious addiction to cocaine and heroin. Which, by the way, is like playing both ends of the, the team there. Because heroin, right? That's right. Just, that's, speed up, slow down. Speed up, slow down. Yeah. Speed up, slow down. He said in this interview they only accepted any movie roles during that time, so he would have money to buy enough drugs. So that dude was like on <laughs> fire with the drug. He's addiction. the worst thing in the film. He's terrible. Like, he's terrible. Yeah, he, he does not belong yeah. here. He doesn't do a good job. He's also in the special uh, effects they use is not good either. Isn't he also in Gotham? Or I'm thinking of somebody else actually. I don't, Never mind. I don't remember him in Gotham. He was in American Beauty. He found a paper bag or a plastic bag to be very entertaining. Right, he's the brother or what? Or no, the was he the brother? The, the, the love interest, the neighbor. The, oh, yeah. right. Okay, that's who that is. Yeah, so he's... I spent a little time writing a little fan fiction about this. Uh, I thought, <laughs> did you? <laughs> no, not about that, but Wes Bentley and uh, and Matt Long who played young johnny blaze mm. at first when i saw west bentley i was like wait did we just flash back to matt long young because i thought it looked kind of similar mm-hmm. for some mm-hmm. reason and then i started writing this fan fiction where uh, uh the the devil or mephisto whatever his name is mephistopheles mephistopheles yeah peter peter but, but fonda had, the comics, right yeah, yeah I, I had like this this idea that maybe peter fonda went and had a uh, miss blaze and maybe he had like a, a second child or something there's <laughs> some kind of weird soap opera family thing going on mm. in this whole thing but yeah. I, I would watch your script i'd watch your movie your yeah, movie sounds good time. Mm-hmm. your movie sounds all right i'd watch it get yeah. it out there brian sell that script got it yeah make that happen <laughs> uh fake make video somebody. game I, I don't we've never done this before it's a new segment i like to call a uh, fake video game alert and uh <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna go well ahead. real video real video game used in a fake way in the in the movie i feel right. like that may have been a fake full-on fake game though no uh they the trivia says that that is a microsoft what's it called a video game called hold on i'm gonna find it here's the theme. Uh, here's our theme for it okay go ahead it's a video game called crusty demons <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes what crusty really? demons uh. developed by climax studios uh a group of hard-riding extreme bikers are killed while performing an insane stunt satan offers to resurrect them and make them immortal if they use their motorcycle skills to do satan's work what? Wow! Hold on, crusty demons. Crusty demons. I gotta look this up. <laughs> and then, wow! And then, that's no, it's what a I film, wake up right? Also, it's a movie, and then they made a video. When I wake up, so it was a right. movie, was they, and they made a video game about some movie called Crusty Demons. I think. Well, Xbox and then they and also they yeah. also made uh, the the Ghost Rider video game. Climax right. Studios right. turned around, and so like they made that game, and then they made this game with Two K, uh, just called Ghost Rider, which is you know like a movie. Movie game? reskinned it basically, do have, right? <laughs> do we have a term? Do we have a term for, for, for a video game that's made to coincide with a movie? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, they're called um, oh, adaptations, not, not or, just uh, tie-ins, right? Not tie-ins. Tie, is this tie-in, right? Uh, so that's, video, not a, that's not a bad term, right? Yeah. Video game tie-in. There you go. Sure, I think that's what you hmm. call it. I forget. That's there's another word though. There is another word, and we don't hear it as much because they don't do it as I much as they call it crap. Well, so usually because it, it used to be, but now these days when you get something that's tied in, you can count on it usually a little bit better quality. But back in like the THQ days, 
That stuff was garbage, mm-hmm. man. It was just shovelware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then even one example of uh, Geostorm, the video game, is way better than the movie. Yeah, that that was such a cool little game. It was a really cool little game, yeah. Oh, and you know, you know another one? Is that Mummy, Geostorm, the, the Mummy movie. No. The Tom Cruise was in the Mummy thing. There's a, a, a kind of a Metroid-like game that they oh, put out really? alongside of that, and it is awesome. It is so good, and it has nothing huh. to do with the film other than the name and, you know, sort of your fighting the mummy but yeah. it's just so much better it than seemed, that movie it seems to with video game tie-ins it seems to be either they were great or they were garbage like there, there's et on the atari and then there's golden eye on the nintendo 64 and there's not much in between you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean well there's i don't know i could i could i almost said finger tons I of games finger, in between right I could, I could finger at them but there I are there are some <laughs> other like, examples <laughs> <laughs> like, did you play Spider-Man 2 on the PS2? That was a great uh, It was a game. great yeah, video game. It was game. a really good game, yeah. yeah. That game was awesome. Still good. Um, mm. Well, I don't know if I plugged it in now. I'd probably think it was gross. But, I'm, you know, you argue, you could argue that the new Spider-Man game, which is incredible, uh, no pun intended, uh, is, is well, doesn't ex- it doesn't exist without the work done with, like, 2 and some of those early ones. So, sure, there's always exi- there's always exemptions, but... For the most part, if you were doing like, there's an Iron Man game that came out in 08 during the uh, with the release of the first Iron Man that is just utter hot, sweaty, voluptuous garbage. It's so bad. <laughs> there's apparently one right now on the PSVR that I can't even bring myself to spend the money to to get because I, apparently it's so bad. But it's it's you in the in the suit. But I think all you do is fly around and maybe you shoot fireballs or something like that, and it's. Uh, oh, I heard that I was did, that was supposed to be good. good. Is it not good? Uh, I don't. know. I've heard. I it just looks bad. So I don't know if you've if you've seen reviews. Well, then. the 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 talk at E three was that it was actually that it actually looked really really good, but I don't know. I didn't even know it was out. Is it out? Maybe it's I think it's out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have to look that up. Maybe maybe you just need a cheap version for the uh, Oculus Quest, and I'll try it. Oh, here we go. Reviews: Marvel Iron Man VR. Oh, it's not out yet. 96 days, 12 oh, hours. Okay. Yeah. 96 days. Jeez, oh. when's that? That's like three months. Three months from now. Yeah, it's not out yet. <laughs> so I would like 96 days. What is that? Like, uh, how many weeks is it? Give me hours. I want hours now. Go. <laughs> yeah. Scott, I would like video game connection on this on this show to ha- to be anything that the the movie had to do with any video game. Like there there's a, a ton of them. And it's it's actually often very interesting. It's just often such garbage. And this movie yeah. was like, like I don't understand what they were doing. There's like, no good. It was garbage. There's no good. Like I don't even like how they used it in. Uh, was it Breaking Bad had the first Rage in it? I think Rage One, which was mm-hmm. at the time they showed it was a. But no, it was on consoles, so I don't know how they. Sh- anyway, they portrayed it in such a weird way. They showed him holding controllers for a version of the game that didn't exist. And I hate that. Like, just do a little extra. If you're going to f- showcase this id software game in your show, then have, you know, the right, like, just don't pretend that, you know, don't act like we don't know. Because a lot of us know, you know, we, we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we know. And, you know, come on. You know, I can we tell. Know. I can tell when you're trying to yank me around. So don't do that. You know what else I know? <laughs> what? You know what else I know? What do you know? Uh, Brett Cullen, uh, Daddy Blaze, he really didn't go out in a blaze. No. No, no, that was uh, he was kind of he was kind of like fell over, uh, right? Exactly, uh, like he got he went he went an angle, and really right. honestly, he looked like he still would have made it through the ring of fire and just yeah. came down on his knee on the other side, or came down on his leg, like, probably broke a leg, but 
so the point of that whole that whole scene was the devil killed him right like the devil took him the like the devil made him lose consciousness or whatever so he just falls over and and dies and you're supposed to get that that the devil's involved and i don't understand why they just didn't depict that well that's because they, they cuz they're too loose with those rules it's like haunted house movies like lay down the rules and then stick to them it sounds like what you need is some kind of contract for everything so make the deals but don't have loopholes like yeah i'll solve his cancer but i'm going to make him die the next day by just falling on his knee like I hate that. That's too fast that's and a, loose with a, the rules. Well, that's a, that's like turning the devil into a genie, right? Because that's kind of how this portrayed. That's the, that's always how it's always portrayed before. You know, be careful what you wish for. You don't want to wish for that because you'll get it, and then you'll get uh-huh. something worse. Right? Yeah, that, that I don't know. This is such a cheat to say no cancer, but you got the falling what, on the what, knee and you're dead. What the Hel- cheat was? Is was the, the horse. <laughs> <laughs> what what the cheat was was when uh, when the devil or. One of the demons. Anyway, he passed he passed over the pen, which was a goat pen, like a like a leg of a goat or something. Here's the pen. Here you go. What's well, time with that? And he just accidentally pricks himself on the on the mm. board, and then he like bleeds on the sign place. And he's like, "That's good." Mm. I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait." That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. yeah exactly. Then I thought, "That's eh, the devil." Because you could accidentally sign like, "Wait, I was just looking it over real right. quick before I, I just took it to the stuff." Yeah, I got. I I think it took long, too long to get to the point of the movie or to the f- fun part like it was way too much setup. um this thing yeah, was half yeah. over before mm-hmm. we got to see the actual sure. flaming skull head and and all of well, that they worried too much about the whole relationship with roxanne too they yeah. spent too much yeah. time on that because that really didn't it just gave him somebody to save at the end but really it wasn't right. his drive well, she actually being... saved him though right she she shows up with the shotgun and goes well yeah yeah, apparently she covers both sport, sports and awful murders. That's her beat. <laughs> That's her beat. Yep. She's Roxanne, on the scene. reporting on the scene of yet another awful murder and sport-related <laughs> yeah. accident. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> yeah, I didn't buy any of that. That was all horribly handled, but, <laughs> right. but whatever. Um, all right, I have a... And boy, you want yep. to talk about... Okay, so let's. I want to say something, too. One last thing. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the worst uh, uh, alter ego of any superhero ever... Because of, of not keeping it secret. So Sabbath secret identity. Worst secret identity. It wasn't even like half a second for everybody in the whole city knew, oh yeah, that's Johnny Blaze. Mm-hmm. Is there really writer. a secret identity though? I mean that, that's right. I mean, he was trying to kind of keep it secret, but uh <sighs> he really blew it's not it like quick. Spider-Man where okay, the, the secret identity really identity really is important and Toby Maguire can't keep a right. mask on his face to save his life. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Can they see me now? Look at me. I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. Hold on. I think I got something in my eye. Here, let me take my mask yeah, off. Oh, no. Out. You all know who I am now. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. Those oh, man. movies. We can't ever, but do, yeah, stunt, we can't stunt, ever do this. Stunt driver who's riding around on a motorcycle mysteriously when he returns home. So does the We're ghost driver. Same I mean, jacket. I mean. Same jacket. <laughs> if you've seen the carnival, yeah. it's like, oh, that guy must be uh, the guy from the carnival that we saw riding the same motorcycle or at the same jacket. Yeah, By the Facebook way, Facebook is lighting up. I know who that is. It's Johnny Blaze. <laughs> if we haven't made it clear enough, I do think that um, Sam Elliott elevates all of it, and oh, uh, yeah. it should just be in more of it. And that guy's great. Awesome. That guy is such a str- he's such a good straight man. I couldn't think of anybody more. Have you ever seen him get excited? I mean, like I'm excited right now. Right yeah, now. it's just. Oh, I- I love that his character's name is the ultimate comic book other character name, mm-hmm. which is Carter Slade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carter Slade. Yeah, I think the most excitable we've ever seen him here is either uh, Roadhouse or 
Oh, sure. What was the one where he was in the place where what all the frogs the took over? Swamp. Yeah, the swamp one. Uh, wasn't that called Frogs? Frogs, was it? Frogtown. Something frog? comes to Frogtown or something like that. Frog. Welcome to Frogtown. Uh, right? yeah. <laughs> it was something like that. Are you feeling remember. foggy? I don't remember the name, but yeah, like he, that's the most physical or movement based we ever see Sam Elliott. But yeah, he's just a national freaking treasure and should never die mm-hmm. and should be here forever. And yeah, I love that guy. All right. Speaking of, uh, of awesome names, mm-hmm. um, a piece of trivia that caught my attention was around the world record distance for motorcycle jumping. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, mm-hmm. the film was portraying him uh, setting a world record. Uh, actually, not long after the movie came out, uh, another motorcycle stunt guy uh, performed a, a distance that was even farther. But before hmm. then, the record was set by a guy named Trigger Gum. Yeah. <laughs> Trigger well, Gum. Well, see, there you go. You can have a com- uh, comic book yeah. name in real life. <laughs> I guess so. What? If you're jumping yeah, semis many, and stuff. What's your there? profession choices, though, when your name is Trigger Gum, though? I mean, <laughs> it sounds yeah. like a brand of gum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. What are you right. going to get? I'm going to get me some trigger gum. Mm. It snaps in your mouth. That's right. That's got real sugar in it. None of this pansy wansy. <laughs> uh, by the way, fraud. Just... Been, Go ahead. Would have been a far better stunt, by the way, if those helicopters were turned at a 45 spinning. degree angle <laughs> yeah. and had their blades spinning. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Just, tilt, well, just tilted they, up barely. Oh, man. Yep. yep. He would have died no matter what. <laughs> you don't need to make you, to moving the helicopters around. Like, I, I don't understand what, what you're on about there. It's, yeah. It's not, it's not any more impressive. He dies if he misses, right? Well, the whole thing was. He knows he's not going to die. So, like, do the, like, yeah. go, go really overboard with I'm saying, I'm just saying, like they could have dangled some sharks from a crane. Like, uh, who, who cares? Like, yeah. Is that why he's eating the candy constantly? Because he just knows he can't die, so just do whatever. Well, if you can trust the devil or whatever manifestation is supposed to be here, mm-hmm. uh, he says that no, that was all you, Johnny. That was all you, bruh. Oh yeah, he did tell him that, didn't uh, he? Yeah. Oh, right. bruh. What? Um, hey, bruh. By the way, where can you get just Ghost Rider yellow and orange? Jelly beans. And that's like, why I was curious. Does he have I, somebody I thought, pick them all out. It, surely there's some yeah. trivia somewhere that tells us. I figured somebody would have found. Hey, it Brian, it was trivia. on his rider. Oh! <laughs> Get it? Because the yeah, rider has two uses there. Is the that, way, it, was uh, that is that Iron Man colors? Is that what he's trying to? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're fire. Was Only the fiery ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, just confirmation, episode 125 of the show, which aired on July 29th, 2012 at 7.52 p.m., uh, was Frogs. <laughs> it was just Frogs. Just straight just, up yes. Frogs. Yeah, Frogs! It's, frogs! Millions of Frogs! There What's is a, happening? There is a movie, uh, something with Frogtown in it, but I don't know what that is. There's Welcome to Dogtown. Frogtown. Hold on. Oh, Hell Comes to Frogtown, 1988. Oh. It really is a frog town. Okay. Yeah. Hell comes to frog town. We should probably watch that at some point. Um, it sounds real dumb. What kind of trousers do they wear in frog town? Uh, they, <laughs> what kind of a deal? Hold on. I'm looking here. <laughs> Not pants. It looks like. Okay. It's All right. Frog. <laughs> uh, well, I guess, you know, frog cargoes. That's what it is. <laughs> frog slacks. Yeah. Frog slacks. Anyway, Roddy Piper's in that. We should watch that. Hell comes mm. to frog town. We should totally do that. I hear he's rowdy. He is rowdy Roddy. Uh, all right, it's clips. I have many. You want to hear them? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Great. Is there Pi- any better than we are needed? Yep. We get to hear that one again. We'll get I to play that. So I hope you play that again. In this oh, absolutely. Match. Are you kidding me? Good. We, would, we would be. We would be insensitive to our audience's needs if we didn't play that again. <laughs> Hello, 
You guys like movies or else why would you be listening to this show, right? Well, I got some good news for you. There's another great show you can check out that was maybe even inspired a little bit by us. That's Totally Awesome Films. It's a podcast by a longtime fan of film tech. Uh, John Chung. Been there since 2010. That's a long time to be listening to us. Tell me, I can, I can tell you that. I mean, that's only a year after we started. It's crazy. He was so inspired by the show that in 2013, which is now his own, <laughs> that's long running too, started his own show. He calls it Totally Awesome Films. Each week, John picks a movie, gives his review of the film, and then explains all the obscure references and Easter eggs that you may have missed on your first viewing of the film. We barely touch on that stuff. I'm going to have to check this out because I want to know more. You'll learn the story of how a movie got made, plus cool behind-the-scenes trivia, stuff you never realized you needed to know. After listening to his podcast, you'll definitely want to watch the movie again. The podcast is Totally Awesome Films, available on Apple Podcasts, Android, Stitcher, or wherever you might get your podcasts. That's Totally Awesome Films. Go check those guys out. You're going to love it. All right, so here they are. Um, I will say this real quick. It is the most gifable movie I've ever seen. Um, I made oh, more yeah. gifts for this than I have any film sack movie in history, so it has that honor now, I guess, of uh, a full page of gifts. Anyway, here's uh, here's Johnny Blaze at the beginning. Johnny Blaze. Oh, no, that's the devil saying Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. There you go. Well done, Peter Fonda. You've really come a long way. All right. He was a, he was a good devil. And, yeah, he was all and, right. And he was so good that I was just like, oh, you're not going to do a deal with him like you're you're gonna yeah. i don't care who you are you're gonna know to not do a deal with him that same he's the devil. that same year he was amazing in 310 to yuma real good in that and uh it made me wonder though did peter fonda ever have cool hair ever has he ever had good hair no the answer is no just letting you know now <laughs> peter fonda no good hair all right no good. here's a bad cry <laughs> all right there's that. Wow. <laughs> Usually that's a bad cry. That is a bad cry. Wow. Yeah. Not good. Here's something about living in fear. You can't live in fear. You can't live in fear. Yeah, I forgot about his daily affirmations he was always doing in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good not, stuff. It's not good. I'm like, uh, I, that makes me that makes me want to go live in fear. <laughs> I, I don't, don't. Yeah, me too. All right, here's a, this line made me laugh. I got a hunting dog named Lucky. He's got one eye and no nuts. That's pretty great. <laughs> I wanted to know more about what happened to Lucky the dog. I think he might be misnamed. Yeah. He's got one eye and no nuts. You should call him one eye and no nuts. No nuts. Or just yeah. no nuts. I like that. Uh, here's uh, another line that made me laugh. No, I don't want none of your stupid candy. <laughs> He's like, you call it stupid candy. <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> You need to keep that one. Play he, again. He was. The, he may have been the best thing in there. No, I don't want none of your stupid candy. He's just funny. Yeah. So you just did you clip every every line by Donald Logan? No, not yeah. all of them, but a, lot, a bunch right. of them. Here's one. I think this may be him too. You touch the carpenters or that chimp video again, and we got a scrap in our hands. This chump is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we got a scrap. Oh yeah, on that our whole hands. carpenters thing. Jeez. I love the carpenters. So that was interesting. I thought because I kept trying to imagine what the inner monologue what his inner soundtrack was versus the outside world soundtrack because everything outside was rock and roll you know what was it like acdc zz top kind of stuff and then on the inside it was all carpenters yeah, it's they... just such a ham-fisted way to like make the character try to make the character more interesting that oh he likes he doesn't like the kind of heavy metal that you right. expect a motorcycle rider to like he, he likes, likes jelly the beans and, uh -huh. and he likes funny videos of monkeys punching dudes and you know yeah 
What was his problem with the chimpanzee thing? He was really wanting to see that show. Yeah, he was really pointing at. He would point at the screen. I'm like no one does that. Have you ever seen anybody who really enjoys what they're watching on TV? Do they go yeah, and look and point at it? Like you got a problem. It was a lot weird. of there was a lot of pointing, and I, at first I thought, oh, it's this Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage, but they actually had the younger Johnny Blaze do those stances where he's pointing. And I was trying to remember if Ghost Rider did that a lot in the comics. I think that is when he would pass judgment in the comics. He yeah, would, he would yeah. do this thing where he'd look so at, his, at the victim or the or the perpetrator and then pass his, you know, innocent or whatever. You look, in, mm-hmm. look into my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff's and cool. stare. I dig that kind of thing. All right. Here's how, or, oh, let's see. This is quite stilted is what I wrote. This is quite stilted I wrote on this uh, Stilted on channel. Yes, listen to this. Johnny Blaze, thank you for talking to us before your big jump. No one has ever attempted such a distance before. Okay, you're not a news person. Don't go home. No, yeah, that sounded like a, a teenager on the high school TV. <laughs> yeah, totally, dude. <laughs> oh, you know what bums me out? We were right. Ibit and I were right on the cusp of that being a thing. Like right before, or right as I graduated high school, was when they started talking about doing closed circuit like morning TV with a bunch of students, mm-hmm. and then it became the standard. And like my kids were super into it, and I was always a little bummed by that. Like, man, couldn't you figure that out in the 80s? Let's get that going. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so in my high school at the time, the deal was that we recorded it uh, first thing in the morning. And so it was a before school activity. You had to get there at like 630 yeah. and they would start recording at seven. And then after it was recorded, there was practically no editing. And a uh, a VHS tape was walked to the principal's office. Because the VCR that hooked into all the TVs was in the principal's office. So there were two lockable doors between the students and that VCR, basically, <laughs> was, the, was the whole point. Wow. And you would walk the VHS tape from the little studio, which was not a studio. It was a freaking converted closet. And you would walk it over to the principal's office. And the principal would then watch it privately and then play it for the whole school right after everybody had done the Pledge of Allegiance, which is is a weird ritual. Why would he watch it privately? What's the why? To make sure that he wasn't being pranked. Okay. But wouldn't he couldn't he do that with other people in the room? Like couldn't they be around and just say sure, oh. yes. I'm just saying he would not he would not play and, and play our and our principal in my high school was Mr. Tumberlinson and he was a ooh he was a beast. That guy was scary, scary. Mm. And uh, so, like, I, I don't, I don't I'm, the point is not the, the thing about watching it privately. The point is, there was a VCR in the principal's office, and it was hooked it was, up to all yeah. the TVs in the school. But it basically wow. required two, two uh, FBI agents to turn the key at the exactly, same time to be able to yeah. access. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was masturbating vigorously to it. That's what I think was happening. <laughs> this privacy thing has weirded me out. All right. Uh, let's do uh, this. Is Oh, here's uh, uh, some, some good old-fashioned Southern talk from Nicolas Cage. Let's get some dinner. You still like Italian? You still like Italian? Uh, Italian. Italian. I hate that. that That's so lazy. That's lazy. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, everyone's getting retired. I will retire him just like... I will retire you. Okay. He sucked, dude. He was bad. He may be the worst bad guy we've had on the show. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm sure someone else we can think of that's yeah. worse, but he is bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not in a good way. No, not All right. good bad, but bad bad. Here, bad, bad. Here the skull finally speaks. You're going down. All right. There's that. 
Is Christian Bale waking up in the morning? But that was that was right. after he started being able to do full senses. But like at the first the first time, it's like, look my eyes, <laughs> innocent. <laughs> Step but, here. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting used but, to the controls. This, this at this stage, he's doing a at least I'm not wearing hockey pads kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good point. I don't know if I like the spikes or not. They're very seventies and very comic, but. I don't know. It looked weird. Oh, I love I, the I liked spikes. it for this movie. I want to say that was added to later Ghost Rider too. I don't think I don't think the original '70s comic had spikes. I figured they, you know, they said, right. "Well, this flaming skull and the chain probably enough for this guy. He doesn't need to, you know, have any sort of more menacing things." And then yeah. they added the spikes, mm-hmm. like in the '90s. They were and they went all out on this bike in this thing. Yeah, when it oh, transformed, yeah. like that was totally. Oh, the bike is cool. Yeah, yeah. I like. The I love the spikes. I am old enough that right. one of my childhood crossovers was. The Road Warriors in WWF. Mm. 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 Love the spikes. Almost a drinkable moment right there. It almost was. So I will not say Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, shoot. Ah, take it. I've done it. I've done it. All right, here's a bonehead joke. Morning, bonehead. There you go. Morning, bonehead. Bonehead. That's my new alarm in the morning. Morning, bonehead. By the way, I just want to put a, a disclaimer on what I previously said. I was not not making the case that uh, professional wrestling is only for children. Please, please do yeah. keep your emails to yourselves. <laughs> Save your emails. Yeah. I didn't even hear that, but okay. Uh, by the way, gross moment. Here's my pick for the gross moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it is this. Whoops. Skip down here. Hold on. Uh, here we go. This is Sam Elliott spitting. It's gross. Don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Listen to that. Wow. That's horrible. Ah, that is it's horrible. way more Man. gross in this replay than it was watching. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. Did you add something to that? Well, did he like, did it. Uh... It was when he was silhouetted by the sun, so he was super blotted out. And then he turns uh-huh. to the left and just horks the worst-looking brown, nasty liquid out. Ugh. And it hits mm-hmm. the ground. Ugh. Oh. It's gross. Ah. It's gross. All right, here's a seriously cagey moment I wrote. Yeah, I'm good. I feel like my skull's on fire, but I'm good. Thanks for the water. Uh, have you seen my bike? He's just uh, so cagey. I feel like my skull's on fire. How come he never got asked to be Elvis in anything? Well, I guess he kind of did what? in that Vegas he did. He's like yeah. He's like been Elvis four or five times. Like right. Honeymoon in Vegas, he, he's practically mm-hmm. an Elvis with the flying Elvis. Yeah, but he never played, and played Elvis in like a biopic or something, right? Oh, no. No, not... Yeah. not but his wild at heart character is basically Elvis. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. The one, the leaving Las Vegas, or no? What's the one where it's the what's the comedy that's in Vegas? What's that? Uh, Honeymoon in Vegas. Honeymoon in Vegas is all about uh, Elvis impersonators, right? Like the it's whole. It's about the that's that's one with the red on, on air light in, in that movie. Oh, did you already talk about this? Already? That was the first thing I mentioned. Yeah, he's like in Honeymoon in Vegas with the uh, <laughs> parachuting Elvises, Elvis impersonators. Oh, man. Only TMS listeners know what we're talking about. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, here is a what? Uh, what? Oh, it's like rain on your wedding day. Ironic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like a black fly in your, in your Chardonnay. In your Chardonnay. Oh, well, I would pay for him to make a cover of that song. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, we could probably deep fake one pretty easily. It'd be, isn't it? Ironic. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> all right off the record oh i like this this uh cop talking to her when she was reporting the murder off the record piss off piss off <laughs> uh this is rebel wilson 
Those all flames and stuff. Those all flames and stuff. Okay. You could hear her British accent in a little like place where she's trying to hide her British accent. Those all flames and stuff. Yeah, a little bit. I thought she was Australian. Do I have that wrong? Oh, maybe Australian. Yeah. I always mix those up. I mean, they are the Queen's uh, prison colony, so yes, it fits. All right, uh, Cage going uh, blah blah blah. Here you go. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually made me laugh. Confirmed Australian. Down. Yes. Oh, this is Australia. Yeah. Okay. Yes, she's Australian. All good things come out of Australia. I like Rebel Wilson. I think she's nice. I do too. Yeah, yeah. she seems funny. Don't lose weight or you'll never get another job in movies. No, nope. don't go to the doctor. You don't want to Don't hear. listen to Ibit. Lose weight all you want. Yeah, lose all your want. <laughs> yeah, like that. All well, right. Not that way, though. No. That's bad. No, that's bad. <laughs> I, yes. I think he always makes a bad sound in every movie. I think yeah. there's always a spot where he makes a bad sound. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's you're in right. my contract. Yeah. No, you're like, <laughs> face Oh, Like, um, cast or try. There's so many Piss examples. Blood. Yeah, piss blood. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What is it in the rock? It's Put the uh, baby back in the basket for the bunny back in the box. Whatever. Bees, bees. Why did it have to be bees? You, you know what? You know what, Brian? There may be another movie. A movie Where he's different baby in the basket. <laughs> yeah, there may be. You don't know. He's made a no, lot. No. Yeah. Exactly. What is it in? Oh, there's something in the rock. He does that. It annoys me every time. Ah, it might be when his wife and him are having sex on the roof. When he gets the call, he has to go take care of the thing. And he goes, oh, yeah. I don't want to uh, answer yeah. the phone or something like that. And he's like thrusting with it. It's, <laughs> it's no good, man. It's no good. Right. Don't want to know where your willy is. All right. Check this out. Uh, this is a great, this is a great BS. I like when there's one in the movie I can keep forever. Bullshit. It's a good one. It's a good mm, one. It's good. Hold on to that. That, that, that guy was scary. Bullshit. Yeah, he was scary. He was either saying piss off or bullshit. Uh, here's somebody. What? Oh, uh, they thought he was when he was he was about to transform. They thought he was tripping out. Looks like somebody's tripping out. Somebody tripping out in this hair prison cell. <laughs> oh my gosh, were those not the most over <laughs> over the top prison people? I mean, they like yeah. they put him in like the worst. And it's not even a prison. It's just like jail, right? It's yep. just like general lockup. But yep. those are like the hardest core, hardcore Texas prisons you've ever seen. Yeah. I like the origin story, though, that he got his best jacket off of some, just some dude in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, yes. That was pretty good. That looks like I'm going to take that jacket. I'm going to have your jacket. All right, check this out. This is just one more of these. My name is Legion. Yeah, great. <laughs> Both stupid and... But kind of creepy. That's the, that's the kind of stupid. To, two in the afternoon, you go. That's stupid. Nope. But two in the morning <laughs> is the kind you go. Oh crap! Yeah, you're half right. Yeah, you're just half right. Stupid. You're half right. right. No, I think I'm telling you. Watch that at two in the morning by yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the wrong Legion. emphasis, right? He but he really. My name is Legion. It's the Lee part yeah totally yes we need something that a lot of people can all say at the same time to, to make it sound like there's all these souls in his body i know we'll just slow him down saying my name is Lee, and they say do, it slower the worst part of it is he doesn't say it to anyone he's saying it to himself it's like well you don't need to announce yeah, yourself right. i get it you just sucked right. in a million souls i get right. it you're good did you have the name thought of before all the souls <laughs> or did one of the right. name one of the souls come up with the name right. and you all agreed on it or is there They've a lady been... is there a lady out front with a baton that's now in front of all the souls in your body that's going okay this is the big One, chance we're waiting two, for three yeah like <laughs> what is this about it, it is it would be kind of hard to line up legion like us all say legion at the same time it would, it would be i hard. bet we could do it ready even One, on skype uh, two okay, okay, three wait. 
Legion. There's lag. There's like Discord lag. Yeah, Discord lag doesn't count. You can fix that in post, right, Scott? Uh, of course I can. <laughs> now this. Oh, looky here. It's the film sack checklist. No way that's his real hair. Check. Uh, water guy is the coolest. I like that guy. We didn't talk about them very much, but I like the 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 bad dudes the the group what were they called they were called something uh but oh they, the right the henchmen like the yeah the elements hen, elemental henchmen yeah, guys smoke guy mm-hmm. dust guy and and Do you water think guy, water guy yeah. elemental well because oh, one of them was I water said, and one of them was I, air i like that i've heard elementals oh like elementals Ooh, elementals mm-hmm. wow oh. if that isn't the name for them then right that should be it's a new, yeah. new segment on TMS when Nicole quits. Call it Hellementals and just recommend <laughs> movies about Hellementals. I like that a lot. All right. Uh, Water Guy is the coolest. I got that one to see. Oh, Firebolt, Firebolt, Firebolt. When he was picking up his dirt with his own fire on it and oh, throwing it, it was cracking me up. It's like throwing your own poo. It was good. It was like a poo. And he likes chimpanzees. I bet that's why he did it. Maybe it was his poo. He got because, thrown hard. Because we're just like monkeys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe he crapped himself when he got chucked that hard and then just picked up his flaming poo and threw it. I don't know. I don't make these movies. I don't know what's going on. All right, Trek Connection. We got one from Daryl. Thanks for sending this in, Daryl. Brett Cullen, he played Barton Blaze, so the dad. On Deep Space Nine, he played Daryl <laughs> in the third season episode, Meridian. Uh, Daryl spelled D-E-R-A-L, so less of a your friend Daryl and more of a space feels man. Like, feels like Daryl was waiting for it. It feels like Trek Nerd, this is the one he's been waiting for his whole life. Yeah, yeah. that guy was named by Donal Logue's parents. Ah, yes, Don- Donut Loger. Log- Logie. Ah. Uh, all right, then you got your soundtrack grade. I'm going to give it an A for adequate. It's fine. It yeah, does the yeah. job. It doesn't yeah. do any more than that. It just kind of gets the yeah. job done, and it's fine. It's okay. I don't know who did it, but it's fine. Uh, Twitter post. You guys sum this thing up in 280 characters or less. That is the tradition anyway, so let's see if it holds. Let's start with Randy. Ghost Rider. Scary emo dudes just show up from out of nowhere to insult you while you're trying to seal the deal with your childhood crush and She's playing hard to get, but now you got to fight a bunch of dudes, just like Saturday Night at Imitap. <laughs> Saw that coming up Main Street. Nicely done. Yeah. Uh, it's all Bri- right. Happy with it. Yeah, it was good. Brian Dunaway. Oh, Ghost Rider. I'm going to own this curse and watch it again. This is how legends are born. <laughs> <laughs> I, Hashtag did you, Elementals. Did you end up watching it again? Because I know So the behind the scenes, we had a weak bump where we were supposed to do this last week, and we couldn't oh, yeah. um for because of me i had a weird schedule thing so here we are doing it a week later did anybody try to catch it again just to because they wanted to i i watched um the movie clips on youtube like picking the 10 best scenes from the movie i watched that this morning just as kind of a little refresher, refresher. yeah i did the same thing uh i watched all kinds of youtube videos but i couldn't I thought I was going to watch it a second time, like with the fast forward button ready. Mm. And I just, I just never got around to it. it. Yeah. It's fine. I just put my headphones on and hunkered down and got me some popcorn and some drink and said, time for my summer movie. Nice. Do you own the Blu-ray double pack of this in Spirit of Vengeance? I I do not. I do have Spirit of uh, Vengeance on 3D, but I do not have the first one on any digital. Yes. In 3D. So it makes it good. Yeah. Oh yeah. That makes it good. Duh. That's what makes it tasty. Oh man, I love that so you. It looks like the crap is flying out at you. That's why I love Dunaway. Just he's a, this is just this. It is a childlike appreciation and love for all things cinema, even when they're bad. It's great. I love it. Right. Well, it 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 
this really reaches the eight-year-old me. And if I, I sent you guys an article I had read on MTV, uh, and and they had talked to Nicolas Cage and talked about what he wanted his character to do and how he wanted it to appeal to, you know, basically eight-year-olds. And mm-hmm. I, so I I, I I take it for what it is. Yeah. One thing we forgot to mention, by the way, Mark Steven Johnson, who directed this, uh, my brother's name is Mark Johnson. That's not what I was going to tell you, though. Mm-hmm. Um, he <laughs> uh, directed a really weird directing list. He made a movie called, well, he made Grumpy Old Men, which everyone may have or may not have seen. Oh, but he also, just like a few years before this, four years before this, did the Daredevil movie, which I in 2003, I liked the Daredevil movie. I don't know that it holds up, and maybe we should do it on the show. One we need to watch. I think we need to watch it for film psych to see if it holds yeah, up, because... Yeah. I saw it at the Dollar Theater mm-hmm. and thought, yeah, all right. I feel like I got my money's worth. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. I paid it right, man. It's about right. It's about, it's about right. right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know why that <laughs> I liked it, but I did at the time, but I haven't seen it since, so I'm willing, yeah. I'm willing to see. He also did that Finding Steve McQueen thing a couple of years ago or a year ago, oh, yeah. which I think was a mixed bag. Um, I didn't like or dislike uh, Electra or Daredevil. It was kind of like, if it's on, I'll watch it. I don't Ooh. think I've seen Electra. I have not yeah, seen. Electra. I think I actually may like Electra a little bit better, just mm. barely. Just Does bit. she at any point during the movie say what's in your wallet? I uh, no, <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember that part. Nope. But I do. I'm looking now. You know, I always wonder if it was possible for a for a dimple to continue to work its way into someone's skull, and I think I've come to the conclusion <laughs> that it actually is possible with enough time, and that's all I'll say. Hey, about Scott. That. Hey, Scott. Yeah. I have a Twitter post. Oh, hey, let's get oh, to Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you I guys, was wondering if we were going to make our way well, back. We were going to get back to it, but uh, now let's do it. Brian Ibbett. Ghost Rider. Sometimes you eat the bar, and sometimes the devil turns you into a spitting flame-covered visage of revenge. <laughs> Just like Agreed. a night of Ibbett's Oh, wait. Just like a night of Ibbett's it's like you were waiting for more. No, that's all I had. No, it's that's good. Had. It was good. No, it's just yeah. it had a there was a dangling participle at the end. And I just was concerned. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well done. I love it. Oh, look at this. This is brand new. Just handed to me. This was almost called two different alternate titles. This one was almost called Don't Give Up Now Together with Me and My Baby Break These Chains of Love. It was almost called that. Mm. Yeah, wow. that's a lot like mm. lyrics and to a song. And said, no, you can't use that as a film title. <laughs> yeah, they were mad. And then uh, Face Off. Because, you know, he takes his face off because he's a... Oh, he does. Thing. There exactly. was a third title I thought I heard about, uh, which was uh, Weekend at Burn. Oh, ah. nice. Nice. I like that a lot. Well done. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, I got an email here from Sean Wolford, who... Uh, he's not, the name Wolford always sounds like a place you'd go shop in old some old-timey town. <laughs> you know, Let's go to Wolford's, Wolford's and pick up some slacks. It's probably because it's a lot like Woodward. Sands like. about slacks. Yeah. Nice. Uh, anyway, says so Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy. I just wanted to share a quick inside story about the whole Chinese film situation you kept referring to in the Skip Crate Trace episode, which was just last week. So this is a fresh email. It says I'm a writer, and I had a screenplay that was making some buzz around a few studios. After a few false starts, we finally got approved, and we're closing a deal with Ron Howard and his Imagined Entertainment uh, Group. Oh, nice. As contracts were being finalized. I received word that they wanted to make a few changes in order to appease some of the new Chinese financiers that they had added. Here's the issue. The script was centered around a Kiss-style heavy metal makeup to rock band and their 30 years in the industry. The main change was that they wanted it to be about a K-pop-style boy band breaking into the industry. Basically, the entire basis for my story was being was being changed. Oh my God. He says, it's yeah. like buying the script for The Terminator but replacing Schwarzenegger with a pig from Babe. 
Um, <laughs> says we never found a happy medium, so the deal was eventually canceled. Love the show. Keep up the great work, Sean. I love stories like this. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I think there's there is a I, th- he's not the first to say it too. I got some other emails from people not as closely tied to the industry, which is why I read his, but talking about how the financiers, the ten cents of the world, they aren't used to maybe a more modern Hollywood sensibility, which is give the filmmaker some space and make them do their vision. They are more right. used to dictating what you're going to do. And so when yeah, they, when they, we start, and don't they have to is, is so how much is that? I'm not really familiar with it very intimately, but I kind of know a little bit. So is that government funded? So I'm, I, it's some of it is like, if you, have, if you have a company over there, you have to, Oh, what's the, right. I forgot the deal. There's a specific kind of deal, uh, deal. What kind of a deal? <laughs> I forget what it is, but they, but like video game companies and others, they have to adhere to this rule and you right. can't just go over there and just have a video game company. You have to do something that's like government approved and I forget, but right, so some right. of that may be that it could be content in that regard. But in this particular case, it sounds more like they were just like, well, I, we have idea. What if it was a band of uh, Korean K-pop boys? Like that's just a terrible idea. Cause, but they I'm, don't I'm have glad the, that your impression wasn't, too offensive. Oh yeah, I didn't, get, I didn't go all the way. They had like flavors. Yeah, I didn't go all the way. Yeah. But the but the point <laughs> is like imagine like the what I see this as is just a culture thing because over there a Kiss style band right, makes right. no sense to them. Like what is that even? What are yeah. you talking about? Mm-hmm. It would only play here really, or maybe Europe. Yeah, and you can't blame them because I mean the, the they'd want to show it there because that's where they would make their money. Because man, I mean the Chinese market for movies is that's money. Yes, that's real money. It's real money. So I don't know. I don't like. I don't exactly like this trend, but I think it's yeah. inevitable. So, welcome yeah, our what, new overlords. Everybody. I agree with you, but I would, as an artist, I I uh, tip my hat at you for uh, going. No, thank you for the money. We're going to do something else because we're. I'm going to stick to my guns here. Yeah, this is not. This is not something I want to make. And Sean, if you're here, if you're listening to this, I assume he is. I'd love to hear about some of the other projects and any other stories you have. This stuff's great. I mean, anything you can tell us without getting in trouble, I guess. But I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny this week I've gotten two, two or three people I've talked to with like major insider information about a certain thing. I love getting that kind of stuff. I can't say anything about it other than this vagary <laughs> that I'm saying now, but man, I love, we know you, we know you do Scott. And I Scott love loves it. to go. I want, I know something <laughs> that you don't know. I want more tell all <laughs> books and documentaries about, <laughs> about the gaming business. I want more of that stuff about film. I love that kind of stuff. Like I yeah. like, I want to hear. I mean, part of it is I, I just watched that documentary, Hearts of Darkness. That's about um, mm. uh, what's it called? Uh, Apocalypse oh, uh, Now. Apocalypse Now. That was fascinating documentary. Really mm. good, and uh, I love that. So more of that, more insider mm. stuff, man. I like it. Well, uh, and, yeah. and I mean, there's a good reason why we have the term uh, pulling a Johnson. Like Scott really enjoys knowing something that no one else oh yeah no i love it i love holding that information not letting it out at all like just being a wiener about it it's my favorite thing speaking of of pulling a johnson uh last sunday scott just tweeted uh got something new coming tomorrow and it was so epic oh man i loved it it was a fun launch i just like oh yeah good a good 18 hours later we get fred and can (laughs) yeah if you're listening to this you're like fred and can no literally it's about a guy named fred and his sentient can of creamed corn that is expired Mm -hmm. by the way uh it and the uh that's it that's the premise so go check it out fredcancomic.com and see if you like it i have a new one going up tomorrow very excited good stuff tomorrow's a good one it may hit home for a lot of people uh 
if you've ever had a scam call, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hey, Scott, did you know that uh, that that this spirit of vengeance, this uh, ghost writer, mm-hmm. uh, is is from the guys that brought you crank? Maybe that's why I no. kind of dug it because it was kind of like it was just off that. Now, I, crank was a little bit too much for me, but for some reason, putting that together with Nicolas Cage it seemed is to work that, better for me. Um, uh, that's not the other Nicolas Cage got a drive thing, right? I guess that was probably called. Drive. No, no, crank. No, no, no. no. Well, that's crank what he got to keep. No. He's got to keep his adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. Adrenaline. Yeah. And that's not Nick Cage at all. Yeah, no, that's not uh, Cage. That's um Jason Statham. Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. Yes. Right. Yeah. Ghost Rider Spirit way, of Vengeance was 2011, and that was the directors are Mark Nevadine and Brian Taylor. Right. Uh, who I get? Oh, you're right. They they're all over the crank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All <laughs> over the crank. They're all over the crank. Speaking of <laughs> speaking great. of the crank. Well said. Yeah. By the way, let me. I'm going to keep framing this Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance for you. A frequently bought together would be a, this, and then a couple of Blu-ray copies of the Fantastic Four, the first one and the two, the Rise of the Silver Surfer. So, winner. Yeah, there you Wait, go. Nice. Yeah, appropriately grouped. Yep, <laughs> right. Well recommended, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Well done, indeed. All right, uh, that is gonna do it for the show. Oh no, next week we're watching Dragonheart. So <laughs> finally, yeah. finally, you guys. That'll do it for the show. <laughs> they, have, they have been asking. Yeah, they have been asking for years for us to do this movie. It's finally yeah. available, and not only that, as Randy points out, there are like five of these on Netflix. Like all these weird sequels. We're going to start with the first one. Whether we do more, I don't know. But uh, next week, Dragonheart, that's the one with Sean Connery, is the voice of the dragon. And uh, isn't that, uh, who, who's the other, who's the main dude? Oh, it's um, Quaid, Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Quaid, right? Quaid! 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 Wrong movie. Uh, anyway, so that's a thing, and we're looking forward to it. Then Inception after that. It's going to be a great couple of weeks. I'm very excited wow. about it. So uh, come on back for that, everybody. We're going to start watching Inception now. Not like a three-hour movie. <laughs> it's pretty long. <laughs> well, I mean, it's long. a movie within a movie. Yeah. Right. I love that movie. Within another movie and another movie. It's my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, so this is going to be a real Ooh. test to see if it holds up because I have not watched it in about two years, so we'll see how it goes. I love watching favorites yeah. on FilmSack. Mm-hmm. Like, I do, too. Uh, like uh, Blade Runner. Unless just they don't hold up, and then I'm sad. Yeah, then you're sad. <laughs> Seriously, Blade Runner just came back on streaming. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, you can watch it right now on Netflix, and then you can go listen to Film Sack Two Eighty Seven, and it's just like it's great to mm-hmm. hear the talk about people's favorite movies. I correct. And by the way, fun side note: there are only two movies in the. Speaking of the, uh, somebody named Blade, uh, we have two movies in the history of Film Sack with the word Blade in it. Who knows what they are? That's too easy. Hmm. Well, I just named Blade. Well, you named Blade. Blade, Blade Runner and Blade? Uh, Blade. Oh, Blade. Blade 2. See, I got you guys. I got oh, you with the technicality. <laughs> technicality. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, that's Dragonheart. Mortal Kombat attack. Yeah, the Mortal- technicality. <laughs> technicality. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, all right, Johnson anyway, wins. Dragonheart is next week, so be here for that. Filmsack.com. In the meantime, that's where all our stuff is, so if you're looking for anything, you can find it there. Uh, look to send us your voicemails at 801-471-0462 you can email us filmsack at gmail.com that's filmsack at gmail.com be like Sean Wolford and uh, send us your thoughts and feelings we're on Twitter at filmsack that's going to do it for us for me, for Brian, for Brian and for Randy Legion we'll see you next time (laughs) you're going to do that
part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. He's got one eye and no nuts. There you go. Better than the other way. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. I'm Mary from the Bay. And I'm Courtney from LA. TJG is the podcast where we spill all the tea on your favorite reality TV shows, celebrity gossip, and everything in between. We're here to bring you our unfiltered opinions, hilarious commentary, and plenty of laughs along the way. We're two SDSU Delta Gamma sisters with a microphone and a whole lot of opinions. Each week, we dive headfirst into the wild world of reality television from Bravo to all the trash TV you could want. We break down the drama, dissect the latest scandals, and share our thoughts on everything from the jaw-dropping moments to the embarrassing antics. But that's not all. We're not here to just gossip. We're here to connect with you, the jurors, and share our love of all things pop culture. Whether we're dishing on the latest celebrity breakups, discussing our favorite guilty pleasure movies, or sharing embarrassing stories from our own lives, we promise to keep it real, keep it fun, and keep you coming back for more. Come judge with us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Acast.com. 